welcome to <laughs> Drunk Bitches in Politics. Hey. 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 I'm already drunk. <laughs> I am for several hours. No, just kidding. Um, for just a couple. Um, I'm just trying to catch I, up. I already need a cigarette. Um, I, <laughs> Jesus. Let me get started. <laughs> I'm your host, Michelle. And um, with me is Jennifer Skidadinko. Hey. Rachel Allen. Hello. And Mishy Butler. What up? Um, so we're going to give us a quick introduction to everybody. Um, so I said my name is Michelle. Y'all all know that hopefully by now. <laughs> um, lifetime liberal, Texas born and bred. Um, just, Hot. you know, want to talk about politics and get drunk. Jennifer, go. I am Jennifer Skin and Nenko. Um, Michelle Carson keeps calling me Skin and Nenko. Um, I am a mother of two. I have a toddler and a teenager at the same time, so I am filled with much wisdom um, and anxiety. And I am also a, I'm a volunteer with Moms Demand Action, a volunteer lead, and I have worked on a couple of campaigns, including one guy you may have heard of, his name's kind of Beto, Beto, whatever. Beto. Beto. Skidadinko. Um, yeah. <laughs> Beto Skidadinko. We'll all say the name correctly. That's me. Rachel, right. you go next. Rachel. Right. I'm Rachel Allen. I'm a longtime Texas resident, even though I wasn't born here. Please don't hold that against me. Um, we won't. I've been here since I'm 10. I think that's good enough. I'm from Florida. You weren't born here, but you got here as fast as you could. That's right. Just like a bumper sticker. Oh, my God. I am a former <laughs> volunteer for the Wendy Davis governor's race. I was field director for a Texas congressional race. And... And now I'm just going to get drunk and talk about politics. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I am Michelle. I'm the other Michelle, but you guys call me Mishy. Yeah. So that's how we'll distinguish each other. Yes. Um, I am from Zimbabwe. I am a longtime organizer turned campaign manager. I worked on the same congressional race with Rachel as the campaign manager for their race and a couple of other races. And we met during Wendy Davis's campaign Hello. as well. <gasps> Yeah. Hello to Wendy Davis. So I'm your resident politico over here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so we are going to kick off um, by first talking about what we're drinking because, of course, it's called bitches. Drunk, drunk bitches. Drunk. See, I'm, ar I'm already drunk, obviously. Hello, Drunk wine. bitches. Hello, wine. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about what we're drinking. Yeah. Oh, I got into that a lot. All right. So Jennifer's already downed one bottle. And what was that? <laughs> And was trying to get into some whiskey. Yeah. I was. So, listen. I'm Irish. It's what I do. Do you, um, boo? I started with... What is this? I've never actually had this before. It's called Smoking Loon Moscato. Sounds appropriate for you. <laughs> it does. It's totally appropriate for me. Smoking Loon. I dig it. You give me a Save cheap... Save that bottle. Give me a cheap Moscato. I'm happy. Yeah. Um, And now... I am now drinking um Embrazen. Mm-hmm. Which is a California red wine blend with a beautiful queen on the label, and her name is Josephine Jos Baker. Josephine Baker. So what's really interesting about this wine because we Rachel and I picked it up and went to the stores that their whole thing is putting like iconic women in front of the bottle. Uh huh. 
Um, pour me a glass here. Pour yourself a glass. Um, earlier, who was the lady that was on the other bottle? Was it Amelia Earhart? Nellie Bly. Nellie Bly. Ooh. So they put iconic women on the bottles, and I think it's super cool. And yeah. we're, we're drinking Josephine Baker. Today. Yes, there's yeah. a lovely quote by Josephine. I feel like that's appropriate. To realize our dreams, we must decide to wake up. Ooh. And uh, we're not sponsored by Embrazen, but, but shout right. out. We shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that it says there have always been rebels and they only need to be recognized. And it gives you a brief paragraph history about Josephine Baker. And I'm sure it does with all the other ladies that grace their label. Well, hello, Embrazen. We are your girls. Right. <laughs> we got a, a bitches, drunk bitches in the podcast label up here. Yeah. For Embrazen. Put you on a bottle, honey. <laughs> um, so that's what you're drinking? That's what uh, you're drinking now. Started with the Menage a Trois Silk, which ooh. is a soft mm-hmm. red blend. I know I had that. Michelle, did you have that as well? Yes, yes. And I started with the Menage a Trois I'm drinking the Menage a Trois. Yes. So we finished two bottles pre show. We pre game. Yes. And now everybody is working on the embracing. Listen, when you're an athlete, you go do your drills before the sports ball game. Yes. These are my drills. I feel like I need to apologize in advance in case I come up with any word salads because (laughs) I've had wine. I'm cutting you off this week. I've had lots lots of wine. I will have to cut you. We'll have to just like turn your mic off. Like I explained, I have a toddler and a teenager, so this should be completely. She doesn't talk to a lot of adults. I don't. Also, sober bitches and politics is not the kind of what podcast I'm trying to. <laughs> no, it's not. No, that's a different market. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Now that we've talked about our drinking. Oh, and by the way, I made all the girls uh, chili tonight, which they also it was fabulous. Oh it was spicy, God. but it was, it was so, so good. good. I'm still eating some of it. As we speak. So if you, and, you hear a little bit of this, that's me on my bowl. Yes. And it has beans in it, bitches. And I've dumped all the jalapenos. Yes, all of my all of my fellow Texans are going to hate me because yes, I put beans in my chili because look, it just makes it better. If it doesn't have beans in it, it's just meat sauce and you're So Michi's giving me a weird look. So Texas chili is not supposed to have beans in it, Michi. What? I know. Not chili, it's yeah. meat sauce. But it, as you can see, it's fabulous. We may lose so, listeners at yeah, this point. Yeah. Sorry. It just, when, you, when you grow up, when you grow up, Raised by teachers, which we all know don't make a lot of money. Um, they put beans in a lot of stuff because it's filler yeah. and it's protein. And yes. meat was expensive back in the 80s. That's good for you. Yeah. I mean, we were, beans we were, and meat are like the staple in every culture. Come on. Yeah. Thank you. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So we are going to start off um, today's podcast by talking about none other than candidates <laughs> for the Democratic <laughs> Party for 2020. Shocking. Um, but let's talk about one candidate that we talked about before. Um, now we all know how to pronounce her name correctly because she was on The View. Camila. Um, no, that's not it. <laughs> Just kidding. Get a dinko. <laughs> um, so she said it's like comma and the law. So Kamala. So we're going to talk about Kamala Harris because she did a CNN um, town hall this week. Plus she just got tons of freaking press and is yes. somewhat exploding. That's my view. Yes. Good or bad, whatever. But she's exploding on the scene right now. And one of her um, audience members asked her about you know, he was a victim or not a victim, but had concerns. Done, yeah, concerns and had he done was several funerals. Survivor for, of gun violence. Yeah, survivor of gun violence. And he mm-hmm. asked her about it. And uh, Jennifer had a, a, a very uh, interesting take on uh, Kamala's response. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know if I really have a take on and it. And so did Michi. Um, so. Mishy, Jennifer, and Rachel, 
Commence your commence your response to, um, co- to I was, Kamala's I will response. I will start by responding to you about the whole um, media thing Ooh. that she's getting tons of media. Um, I haven't had the chance to verify this, um, but I was I kept seeing over and over again that some of her top donors are media companies. So I wonder yeah. if um, there's something happening there. I will be back with an answer after our break for sure. After I go through. I'm gonna do my Googles while I do my Kegels. Right. Uh, <laughs> and then I'll be back Always. with my answer. Um, Jen, did you want to go first about how you feel? Well, here's how I feel as a as a volunteer lead uh, with Moms Demand Action, and my I mean, my passion is gun violence prevention, and you know, there will be politicians these days who were not in the same position two years ago. Mm-hmm. Who, including, you know, Bernie Sanders, maybe even uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren, um, Kristen Gillibrand, who initially had, I'm sorry, Kirsten Gillibrand, Gillibrand, Kirsten Gillibrand. Listen, my last name is Skidden Echo, so I can fuck up anybody's name if I want to. (laughs) (laughs) Your last name has been fucked up for years. Yeah, you're going to fuck up my name. I get to fuck up everybody else's name. Anyway, um, so she had an A rating from the NRA a few years ago and now has an F rating. So I understand that politicians start off one way and when they're when they see that their constituents and the voters want them to vote and and you take evolve. a stance a different way, you evolve. Yeah. And that's fine. Because my only concern is the end result and the end result needs to be sensible gun laws. So <clears throat> with all that said, um I I listened to what Kamala had to say. I'm not sure I agree with her comparing the gun violence toward our babies with gun violence toward police officers. Right, because Michelle played the clip for me because yeah. I hadn't seen it, and I was yeah. like, "Turn her off." Yeah, <laughs> um, because her you name, needed to hear about thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. um, her answer was like she she was going the right way, and then she was like, "We don't need people with guns." shouldn't our babies and our police officers and i'm like you really for somebody who has got some inroads to make with the black community you really really missed an opportunity to talk about who is really being out here being shot by these guns yes mm-hmm. because what you know um and shannon watts i'm gonna go ahead and say this because i know shannon watts has already posted this publicly so i'm comfortable saying this as a volunteer lead for moms demand action police shootings are gun violence yes Unwarranted police shooting, like against an unarmed man in the back. That is gun violence. That is gun violence. Gun violence. <laughs> yeah. So regardless of it's what your position that way, is but... when you're holding the gun. Yeah. And I, I don't, I mean, I'm like, I'm not going to compare a police shooting to a to all of the other gun violence different scenarios that we have. But to hear Kamala say, it, it kind of put that all in the same sentence in the same breath. Uh, was mm-hmm. was a little almost like she just doesn't quite get it yet. Right. But I think she can get there if we. But that's that pro- that's that state attorney hat. Yeah, on. she has yeah, that hat on general. where yeah. I want to I want to play both sides, mm-hmm. but you're pissing one side off because you don't get it. Um, right. So yeah. that I, I guess my take is that I know she can evolve. I know. God, I, we want her to. I want her to. And I don't, I think she's going to be an advocate, obviously, for any of us that want sensible gun laws. Right. But I think at the same time, if you're going to be an advocate, you need to work to get it. And which, you know, when I joined Moms Demand Action, I kind of knew a little bit, but I've been working my ass off. I don't run for office, but I still feel obligated to work my ass off to get it, to hear from the black community and from 
uh, veterans who, you know, 22 veterans a day, is it a day, commit uh, suicide. I mean, like, you have to hear from all of those communities and you can't. You can't put one with the other. They, they she all, totally missed the mark. She did. And she missed I the mark. Personally, and I felt like that was, was tone deaf. I, but is, totally. it, is it okay that she's missing the mark this early in the race? No. Yes, for me, no. it's not. And I'll explain why. If it was just someone different, like a different candidate who said something like this, that's different. This is a woman who was an attorney that represented an entire district where people's biggest criticism of her is that she helped basically protect people who were inciting violence against the constituents, yes. police so, officers. Yes. Okay, and so then she gets quick, up on here. I have a question and then, for you, though. So, is your complaint more about her as a black woman feeling this way, or just as a person in as her a position, DA, an attorney general in her district? It's as a person who's had this criticism from okay. people that she needs to vote for her. Yeah, she's mm. given the opportunity to address gun violence at the level which it really. Who are the people who are being really affected by gun violence? And you start. Your so I equate to when saying, Obama came out on um, the White House lawn and said Tamir could be could have been my son. Right. He took that moment to bond. Right. Not just not just with Black America, but with, with America with everyone. Yeah. That, that but he knew that in his heart that right. could have been my son. And being and, and you think Kamala missed that? She totally she missed, missed the, the bar. Yeah, she missed the bar. From a campaign manager standpoint, of what and she's seen. From a voter standpoint, yeah. she was um, trying too hard to reach that middle. She and that's, and that's getting that middle doesn't exist, y'all. You're yeah. either for sensible gun laws or you're not. Right. Yeah. There's no there's absolutely no middle in there. You can't say, well, you know, we should have sensible gun laws in this scenario, but not no. in that scenario. Yeah. Nobody says that. It's like there's it's like being there. it's like being kind of pregnant. And And I wanted to see her while she's on this stage, a stage that no other candidate has been given, to advocate for people who are really statistically on the end of gun violence. Yeah. Right? Especially when she's had this criticism. And she failed miserably, and I'm disappointed. Um, I I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I want her to do better. So, do you know, do y'all, just quick, quick little, um, Interjection. You know who her communications director is? And Richard's granddaughter. Yeah, yeah. Lily Adams. So, yeah. Lily, yeah. so no, I'm just saying. So maybe Lily Adams needs to I talk mean, to her about that. That's cute and right? all. No, that, I'm talking cute. about. It's I was nice. just mentioning that's Ann Richards' granddaughter, but I'm just yeah, saying it's super cool. So I like so, no, but somebody super like cool. Lily Adams, right? Not just her campaign manager, but her communications director needs to get with her and be like, uh, okay, so we need to we need to. Work I need on to hone this. I have in. a more important question. Okay. Who are the black people in this campaign? I don't know. Yet. She doesn't have any uh, black know. staff. Well, so let's be honest. I don't know any of her other staff. I know of this one person who I'm assuming Ann Richards' granddaughter's wife. But and so you know, let's hope that maybe this yes, gets to her somehow. Is. Because this is the one thing that Beto did brilliantly that I've never seen any person do. Oh, my man. Let's talk about my man. And Beto <laughs> went and plugged the most well-known mm-hmm. organizers in their communities. He yes. And he had them organize their own communities on behalf of the campaign. Yes. And it was brilliant. Yes. And he had those voices. Because he so, wanted that. And it wasn't just a, oh, hey, you know, let's. it wasn't a superficial thing. This Beto, like, I mean, I could go all day long about Beto. Because <laughs> know I'm a little biased. Right. Because I love that man. I met him in person. He's a good, good, good man. Yeah. Anyway, um, I will I will try to, let me, let me digress. <laughs> um, but the point I'm trying to make is that I, I hope that sorry. she has enough 
black people in this campaign. One being that those right now, th these are her biggest critics. And these are the people whose voices yes. and votes that she needs. And she needs a panel of black people to tell her, look, yeah, this is what's out there right now. And the answers that you're giving are not, they're not the best to try to bridge that gap. Yeah. Because last week we were talking about all of the things that you did to fight against justice for black people. And you're going over here going, y'all are shooting all the police officers. That's not the answer that I want from you, sis. I'm right. sorry. So exactly. I, I found a list and I don't, I don't know these people. If y'all want to look them up as I read them out, okay. we can find out who um, is uh, black of color, female, male. Mm -hmm. um, but there is Avril Ace Smith. Um, Sean Clegg, and that's C L E G G. Lafonza Butler. Who are these? Who are they well, on her campaign, staff? Campaign staff. On her staff. Uh huh. Uh, Juan Rodriguez, um, who also works for Gavin, um, or worked for Gavin and then uh, Jerry Brown. So those, that's just a, a short list right there. Um, aside from, you know, Lily Adams. She, and then there's some other ones on here. Um, Mark Elias and. Angelique Cannon, David Hun, sounds like a. Um, uh, oh, and then, like and then they named Lily. I feel like you fucked that Adams. name up big time. So, huh? I feel like you fucked that name up. Yeah, I did. Dave, <laughs> I think it's David Hun. It's H U Y N H, which it. it here's, I just, here's what I think. Um, well, real quick, Sean Clegg is white. Okay. And Lafonza Butler is black. Black. She sounds black. See, you can get away with that. <laughs> I can't. I know how to say that. Well, your last name is Butler. Your name is Butler. I know, but, I mean, but, but that get, doesn't mean anything. We all know that, name, unfortunately. You know you meant Lafonza. She already made it clear. I knew she was black. Yeah. Yeah. We can't say that. No, I'm you not, just definitely can't say that. <laughs> I was thinking it. I, um, yeah. I'm not gonna say that with the, the Irish girl here with that Russian hell no, name. I'm not gonna hell no. say but that. Shit. Back uh, Here's yeah. what I think. <laughs> Here's what I think. Um, I think what one of the one of the many brilliant things that Beto did in his campaign was to listen to Mom's Man Action in every town. What Beto did brilliantly was to just listen. He listened. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. In general. Okay. Um, so, right. I mean, like, if you're, if, I mean, nowadays, it's 2019, after we just did a 2018 and we, re, we elected a majority gun Sorry. sense candidate. Just that bottle. We need another bottle. Um, we just elected a, a majority gun sense candidate in the House. And um, we're getting ready to to vote on um, HB eight <coughs> or H R A HB eight. It's clearing your throat for you. I know. Sorry. <laughs> um, Hello, wine. So, a little bit more wine <laughs> and another cigarette. Um, so there's no danger for any Democrat to to to, to really be out there in the forefront with yeah, gun sense right. legislation because people did vote for for Beto. though. I know he didn't win. He didn't but, win because but, of the rurals, and we'll get but, into that later. But, but, but it wasn't because of gun laws. It was no right, exactly. It wasn't because of that. So okay, um, but we're gonna we got we got to move on. We I know, but on. listen though, Kamala one more, would one more point. We she would on. be she would it would behoove her to talk to every town USA and Moms Demand Action to be a little more on point with gun legislation policy. So and, Kamala, and if you're hearing, yeah, if you're listening, if you're hearing, don't be stupid. <laughs> You need to talk no to line. us if you're if you're listening. I mean, that's a good point. Okay, so next one. So um, I have oh. actually another thing about Kamala that I wanted to bring up. One more is her Medicare for all. 
she originally signed on with Bernie and was like gung ho down with the insurance mm. companies and is walking that back. And the reason why she's walking that back is because liber is sorry. Hello, wine. Hello, wine. <laughs> yes. um, she walked it back because she realized that it's going to be very hard to basically get rid of the insurance industry. But then she then walked that back again a little bit because liberals came for her. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's not hard. It's, it's not hard. It's it, not hard. It, it isn't. But I think one of the things to just people all lose we their jobs. About, they just get transferred. It's just like when we went to buggy right. for cars. And that's right. It, we will adjust, and there will be a pain period, and it yeah. might be five years. Yeah. But guess what? At the end of that, if I have breast cancer, I won't lose my fucking house and I my agree. and and be uh, forced to go on Medicaid right. and divorce my husband because I have to be poor to get some kind of health care. And then on Medicaid, yes. I get shitty health care because I've been on Medicaid, so I know. Mm. Then you get shitty health care. You don't get the best, mm -hmm. right? You get Medicaid doctors, but there's not a lot of Medicaid you doctors for cancer. Or, or any kind of debilitating, right? Right. Or, or oh, chronic yeah, like, disease. It's like, don't, don't make me put my policy hat on. Like, I've <clears throat> right. been through this enough times to tell you, you that. You can't, we can do Medicare for and, all and, because we do it right now yes. for, for what, three, four, uh, or a third, or two thirds of our, of our, our country population. is over the age of 60. Right, right. And since so, we do it right and now. And another thing is that universal health care. Saves us money, y'all. I don't it care does. what anybody tells you. It, that's why the, that's why the GOP doesn't want it because they their people get to line their right. fucking pockets exactly. with us getting sick and staying sick because and not being able to pay for it. The money they get from the insurance industry lobbying. Being right. Yes. Oh, and yes. there's some of the biggest lobbyists yes. out there. Yeah. Yes. They have all the money. For right. me and you paying everybody else's premiums who can't afford health health care. Right. 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 So my thought on this was just the fact that I hated the idea that she walked things yeah. back that's, and that's, then because of the I, way someone reacted, she changed her position and just kind of went through. It is. is what I, My thought is that there are going to be probably 20 people 20? <laughs> on that damn stage running for this Like position. last year with the Republicans? Yeah. yeah. And that the debates and this time is the time to kind of work all that stuff out and hear from things and just realize, like, get to an idea. And then once you are in office, how to fully execute it. Like you can have the the outline of how to execute it, right. but you don't have to have steps one, two, and three. I don't need my instruction manual. I just need a guide. I need your ideas, and, and I need to know. I need to know <clears throat> as a person's going to vote how you plan to do some of that stuff because if I don't think your plan sounds legit, I mean, kind of like to think about like Trump. You know, I'm going to build a wall and make Mexico pay for it. Or no, everybody's he, great. Everybody that. was going to have insurance, and all, all and our costs exactly. were going to go down. But how and that, that shit hasn't happened? Happen. Because it's not. It's an impossible. He dream. didn't have. Well, yeah, but people voted for him, dream. and he didn't have to have a plan. I yeah. I want to put my campaign manager hat on and give any candidate out there that's running for office some advice, whether you're running at the local level, at the state level, at the federal level, for the Tell highest office this. in the land. You need to be as genuine as possible. We're tired of wolves in sheep clothing. Yep, yep. If you're running, run as far left as left can go. Yep. And that's the only thing if we're that's looking who you for. Are. If if you want to win, yeah. If you want to win this primary, you're running as far left as possible. Yes. If you're trying to be moderate in this primary, you are going to lose this primary. Okay, but if who you are at your core is moderate, be moderate. But and you will either win on that or but not. But then you're going to lose. There's, there's a difference then between. Then you lose. Yeah. There's but a different person we want to vote for. There's a difference between running who you really are and running 
for the people that you're trying to represent what they want. You can, if you're representing your constituents and you're listening to people and you know what people want, be as honest about that and run as far left and tell people you are going to give them what they want and execute. But what you don't get to do is toe the line. We don't have time for that shit. But if you yeah. look at 2018, you've been towing the line there for, I don't know, 100 no, years. It, it never it works. Work. But in 2018, there were candidates, Democrats, that won their districts because they were moderate. Because they were they were left leaning moderates, probably but that's what their district. But you are making my point for me. I just said what people want, right? Because that's what their constituents wanted, right? And And I made that point earlier. Right, run for the people who are voting in Democratic primaries are not moderates or soft leaning Democrats. The people who are voting in Democratic primaries are your hardcore. So you're tier one. You know the answer. I know tier one. Okay, so. yes. These are your tier ones. So if you don't know, look it up because we don't have time to explain. Yeah. Sorry. So, another podcast. Right. They're your tier ones. And what is the tier one looking for? We'll have Mish explain that and Rachel explain that. I mean, like the, the bottom line is that a candidate should not run. A candidate should run based on what the constituents not want. I'm sorry. Based on what the constituents want. Not based on what they want. So right. this is a but perfect... I'm sorry. I'm going to cut everybody off right now. It's actually a perfect segue to talk about the ex-Starbucks man. Oh, God. Because why is he running, right? He's running for Howard oh, Schultz. Yes. He ain't running for nobody. I'm okay. Running, well, and, your, your president ran for his for himself. Right. So it's and... He's not my president. I was going to say and sing. But and go. So Howard Schultz, ex-CEO of Starbucks, like said some like really outran- outlandish things these past week about... Say. Yeah, he's going to be the... He's going to be the, the centrist, independent, whatever the fuck that is. Nobody's been looking and for a centrist, independent. So this is a man... <laughs> Even as a centrist independent. This is, this is a man that I um I haven't done my full history on him, but I can pretty much guarantee I would bet my house on it that he doesn't know what it's like to live paycheck to paycheck. And if he does, it was a long ass time ago. Um he has no idea what it's be what it's like to be without insurance, to uh, be the working poor, um, to worry about, you know, paying your rent, mortgage, car payment, being behind, all that kind of stuff. Like any of that, I don't think he has any freaking clue, and I'm I'm so sick of people being in charge of our government oh, that have no idea. Not? So your president is I, not mine. But anyway, <laughs> so is anybody else have any opinions about Howard Schultz? I think what's frustrating about it is nobody has won as an independent. The last mm-hmm. time I remember someone being competitive was Ross, Ross Perot, and all he did was pull from the majority of what he pulled was from Republicans. Yeah. And he made the Republicans lose that race. That's yeah. the only reason. Although I, I still so, I still contend that Bill would have won that race. I maybe do. maybe I do. so. Because people were pissed off at the Republican Party. They were t- George Bush said no new taxes. He got new tax they got new taxes. So they were still pissed. Okay. It would have been much so, closer. But it would have been a lot closer. But yes, it's the main and, reason that Bill like was as high as he was. Right. Let, let her finish. But, and so yeah. my thought on that is that you most people are running from one or coming from one or two even when they're in independence voter as a voter they're going to lean towards one party or the other yeah. most of them are not going to come in the middle system. and decide to vote green party or uh so he, whatever he the said other that he's going to run as, as an, an independent, independent. Okay. yeah he would be i know he's saying he was centrist right. independent but he's okay and so my thought is that if you really truly want to win you can't think that you're going to do it as an independent. Right. 
any third so, party of any sort. And, right. And, then, and not the United States of America. Right. Not going to happen. Guys, we're a two-party system. It's That's just exactly. the system. That's just Get the way we are. It. I wish we could change it, but we can't. Right. Not at this point. But if you have a good enough argument for why you're the right candidate, run. That's what our primary is for. Yes. yes. And if enough people believe in you, they'll vote for you and make you the nominee. Yeah. But if not, you're just a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> well... Mm, yeah, and this this is a whole other podcast, but it would. So Bernie ran as a Democrat, even though he's an independent, and people weren't allowed to vote in the caucuses and blah blah blah. You're right. This said that's a whole different so, podcast. Yeah, because it is a whole different day. podcast, so, and that's why Bernie ran as a Democrat. <laughs> but but, but he, he still, he but his people were still shunned at uh, primaries and caucuses and stuff like that because they're registered as independents and they weren't allowed to vote in Democratic primaries, and then he didn't get enough votes. There's all uh, Mishy. Is there? There's a whole. There's a lot to unpack. That's a lot to unpack. So, back to Howard which, Schultz, which again is why caucuses <laughs> and primaries and all that shit is bullshit. The way we run them, they should be all be voted on the same day. Delegates, da, da, the super del- delegates, uh, all just, of that. Fucked up. Anyway, Jennifer, uh, your take on uh, Howard Schultz, the mega, mega million, the next <laughs> Donald Trump that thinks he can run our country. My when he take can't. is that he is just another old white dude that <laughs> that thinks he knows better. Mishy just gave. I mean, the sky that side eye. You just. I did. I mean, like we before he announced. The three women that announced they were going to run. Now, I'm not counting Tulsi because she she just needs to go away. Um, Elizabeth sit Warren. Down. Yeah, sit. Sit down. Sit down, sit down Tulsi. Down. No, with the spray bottle. Um, <laughs> we had Elizabeth Warren and then Kirsten Gillibrand. My bae. And Kamala Harris. And then this white dude, this old white dude who's no longer is the ex-CEO of Starbucks. Um, I don't Maybe know why. Maybe he's bored. Yeah, Aww. either he's bored or Aww. he wants attention. He's knitting. There's nothing wrong. <laughs> right. He should take a Ray knitting. will teach. Ray Listen, will teach you. I will teach you, Mr. Listen, Schultz. He he started a company that created an environment where a manager was okay with calling the cops on a black man just for sitting at the table waiting. For his friend, I mean, I just like let's let's uh, not. Uh, that's uh, what that's a person. That's whatever. A, that's there a, are shitty people at every company. Yeah. You can't blame him. Okay, right. fine for that. No. Fine. Well, he can definitely be blamed for the lack of the lack of customers. Training. Thank you. Uh, treating customers with some fucking dignity. He can right. be blamed might have for been that. Blind if you're going to, if you're not the timeline of that. But listen, you if you're going to that. create an environment, well, no, he can be held to that because he led that company at some point. I think there's another arguments for that. If you're going to create an environment where people can go and chillax and do whatever at a Starbucks, unless you're black, then something is wrong. Treat people with dignity. But let's okay. Let's let's refuse to hold him accountable. Let me state. Let me take a step back because he's he's the ex-CEO for a reason. Um, But yeah, we had three women, three phenomenal women announce that they were going to run for president and this bored white dude decides... Bored old white dude decides he's I can gonna, do it better, you know, and and then decides to blame both sides in a in a political environment where one side is racist and bigoted and holding children in cages, and the other side is just trying to fight for equal rights. Sometimes, <laughs> most of the time, sometimes. Mm. Um. So yeah, in my opinion, he needs to sit down and shut the fuck up. Yeah. And I think the majority of the country would agree. I really, with I need him to have a seat and submit some new Starbucks latte recipes. Something I don't. Yeah. Other than this. I 
I just think he needs to go away. I, he yeah. just needs to go. Okay. Sorry. Next. So we won't spend any more time on him. <laughs> you know what? I think before we, Are we gonna go to, the next to a break, topic, let's take a break. Cory Booker. Cory. Who? Oh, sorry. Oh, wait. Time out. Okay. We ahead. are on to bottle number four, four. and Jeez. we have a second bottle of Menage a Trois. Still, <laughs> Menage a Trois. Because you know it's Menage a Trois, so you got to have more than one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have at least trois. <laughs> what's, 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 what's the song? What's the song, Ray? The old, the old club song. Oh, two. Oh, no. Two gonna make it right. It three. takes two to make things go right. It takes three to make, make it out, out of sight. sight. Yeah. Who sings yeah. that song? Robbins. Robbins. How about, we, how about we let them sing it? Then? Yeah. Oh. oh. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> you have the horn ready. Damn it. Have, have the horn ready, Missy. Have the horn ready. Ah. Yeah. One All time right. we're going to talk about the diabetes. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> now on to Cory Booker. Nah. Um, oh, sorry. Don't say it. Oh, I'm, I'm don't sorry. Say I'm it. sorry. I'm sorry. So, um, anybody have an opinion? Ray, do you have an opinion on Cory Booker? I am hesitantly. I've been following Cory since he was mayor of, of Newark. So. Yes, I have too. And as a campaign junkie, um, I watched the documentary called, uh, oh, what was it called? Um, Street Fight. That was about his first race for mayor where he lost. And watching him. George Bricktown? Huh? His George Bricktown? When he one. did. Well, Bricktown was a, uh, it was a series while he was mayor. Oh, when he finally okay. won. Yeah. No, I need to look uh, into yeah, that. Yeah, you need to look at it. But it's what really I liked good. about it as someone who works on campaigns is seeing him knocking on doors, doing the work. Work, 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 work. I'm really work. excited about him. I'm excited so, about the work that he's done in the Senate. I am. I'm concerned about things that he, like, and, so, and this is just kind of has to go with a lot of candidates, is that he takes a lot of money from drug companies. Yeah. And healthcare <clears throat> is a huge thing for me. And right. so knowing that that could impact how where he sits with Medicare for All or, you know, any kind of, I don't care reform. Has he? Has we'll he, just have to hear what he has to say because he really yes. hasn't said anything. Exactly. I want to know: Are you going to continue to take for, uh, medicine? Uh, medicine. Oh my God. Hello, wine. Hello, wine. <laughs> 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 Are you, um, just to be clear, this is Jennifer. Um, are, is he going to continue to take money from pharmaceutical companies for his presidential campaign? Or has he decided to turn a new so, leaf and be a different kind of candidate? Yeah, so to play off that, hasn't Kamala already said she is not taking any money yes. from super PACs and big money? Uh, big corporations. She did, right? Did she? I haven't heard that. I don't. I haven't seen I'm that. I'm pretty so sure. Know. And it, but I'm just saying, like she may Corey. Have. Corey obviously has already done it. I don't know if Kamala ever took any for her Senate race. I don't she, think she. Well, just one of the controversies. Okay. She took some money and right, God, you looking I it up. I can't remember who it was, there. but she took some money from someone who ended up having facing charges. And she ended up refusing to prosecute that person because he donated to the campaign. It's one of the really big controversies that's out there. Um, I'm gonna let you look that up. Yeah, let's um, get some names. But I so I here's the thing. So one of the things I really respected about Beto, right, mm -hmm, yeah. was that he 
he was a grassroots campaign, like through and through. I mean, he his donors were what averaging ten to thirty three dollars or some ridiculous yeah. like amount because he had so many individuals, and, individual donors. Yeah. Okay, and, so I'm back. Okay, Steve Mnuchin's bank. Oh, they had all shit. of they the. Were closed, they were foreclosing right, on people, and they did all the foreclosure violations. Oh. He was a donor. He was a major donor, and she refused to prosecute. So that's one that's hanging over her head. Oh um, shit, that right. is not good. Right, that's a really big one. I don't know why it slipped my mind, but it was Steve Mnuchin. The Republicans are, are definitely holding this in their pocket till later on. Yes, here we are. I'm, li- I'm just this letting you know this is the live moment where Jennifer has serious doubts about her. <laughs> well, so here's her. This was her response. Okay. Her response was, "It's a decision my office made. Um, short, uh, just we went and we followed the facts, the evidence, and it's a decision my office made." We're pursued just like any other case. We go and we take a case wherever the facts lead us. But she failed to. Oh, tell that sounds that, like such a so fucking blah, political blah, answer. Like blah blah I'm, blah. Right. Okay. That yeah. That sounds like a whole lot of Charlie Brown. Answer this wah, by not wah, answering wah. it. Yeah. And he was a donor, so there's some. And he is yeah. evil. Okay. Right. And foreclosed on. Oh. Right. Uh, and she was supposed to elderly people, poor people that and had, she did not. Prosecute in that. See, now in I'm that. leaning back to Elizabeth. And Warren now look again. where he is. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren is looking real nice. Yeah, she <laughs> is. She really is. is. I do have okay. to look really nice. So Updates Cor- on Cory Booker. Okay. Um, he historically did get a lot of money from lawyers, law firms, securities and investments. Forms, law firms. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Hello, I. Forms are people too. Law firms, <laughs> corporations, are securities and investments. <laughs> but. Um, he, when he entered the race, he, or well, I should say, he joined with other Democrats and rejected corporate PAC money in February of 2018. His campaign said that they would not support super PAC spending money on his behalf. However, the campaign cannot actually prevent outside groups from making independent expenditures, which I think is kind of the same thing that Beto and, and Bernie and others did, where somebody else can say, you know, the people against Republicans. Oh, well, they ran ads for yeah. for Beto. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, that's outside. Right. That's yeah, not a can. donation right. that you can, can right. or cannot exactly. reject. So, so that's why I wanted so to make Corey that rejected clear. It. He's finally he's rejected rejecting it. it. Um, okay. So All right. That, people that evolve. Promising. People evolve. Right. Good for him. And right. to be yeah. fair, Kamala can evolve too. I just need her to speed right. it up. Right, right, right. I would let, I just, I want to know, I don't want to hear this whole, like, the facts led us some other direction bullshit. She's not good at With Steve Mnuchin. Yeah. Like, if you're going to pivot, you better be really good at it. <laughs> and she was starting to make me think she was really good at it. But after what you just read mm-hmm. to me, I take back what I said about this. Well, is, she will win the primary. So. Because that's not good enough for yeah, me. Yeah. She, she probably is not a good pivoter because she was a DA and then an attorney general. So she has always spoken to. She has she has one truth in her head. And that's how she has to speak to when she's speaking to a jury or. Right, 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 what, right, grand jury, whatever. Right. So it's hard for her to pivot. So she got a is. big old grand jury right, looking so, at her now. Right, right. No, <laughs> okay, good, but back to Corey, though. Okay, okay. so yeah. Right, right, sorry, yes. back to Corey. <clears throat> Thank um, you, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> but she's doing my job we're, right we're, now. We're all momming each yes. other here. Okay. Yes, but Corey. I, you want to know what I like I, him. What I, I like him, too, but what I thought was fucking hilarious was... Kellyanne Conway today going, what exactly <laughs> has he done to make him qualify to be president? Well, ma'am. <laughs> uh, what exactly 
what has Donald Trump done to be qualified to be president? Kellyanne Conway, meet Cory Booker. She's the woman that gave us alternative facts. Yeah. So, I mean, what else? But I thought it that was really... That is to fame. Kellyanne really, Conway doesn't get to say anything. Um, I thought it was really fucking rich to be like, yes. what exactly has he done? Oh. Well, I don't know. More than your president has. Like, I want to spray her with a spray bottle more than I spray my cat. Yes. <laughs> no. Sit down, no. Kellyanne. Um, I mean, I, I did read somewhere where she actually called him misogynistic because all of these these other right? women had decided to run, and so here he is deciding to run. Yeah, he's been thinking about this for years. I mean, yeah, and a lot she of people called him a misogynist. Yes, right. it was like and she works was, for the pussy grabber. Yeah, yeah. love. I, that. I mean, here, whatever. So, I listen. actually found something really just. Very interesting inside baseball kind of thing about Cory Booker's team. I don't understand baseball. It, it's just a phrase that okay. means that <laughs> inside st- stuff that people know. So oh, I'm going to drink more steer. Away. This is uh, from an article on CNN. Said to steer his Iowa operation, Booker has already lined up a team of sought-after operatives. Mm. Michael Fraz alone, who I'm not on Iowa team. Democrat State House campaign in 2018. Joe O'Hearn, who ran the Democrat yeah. coordinated campaign Thank in Ohio you. during the midterms mm. and oversaw Martin O'Malley's 2016 con- <laughs> caucus efforts. I don't know if that's. Here's the thing <laughs> Haley Hager, most recently the Iowa de- oh. director for Tom Steyer's Next Gen group targeting mm. young voters. Haley, okay. Wait, our Haley Hager? Our Haley Hager. Oh, that is so cool. Shout out to Haley. (laughs) So Haley Hager was my field organizer when I worked on Wendy Davis's campaign. So Haley and, uh, wait, so did I say Wendy Davis's campaign? Yeah. Okay. Hello, line. (laughs) She was a field organizer with Michelle. So she is a um, badass. And she's so, working on Corey's working campaign on now. Yes, campaign. she's helping to steer his <clears throat> Iowa operation. That is okay. amazing. Oh, so for Haley, one for Haley. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the, here's my here's my just thoughts on Corey. First of all, um, eloquent as fuck, mm-hmm. right? Be a, he he will be able to move a crowd, and we all know that that is extremely important. I don't care what your ideas are. Right, you have to be able to inspire and motivate, um, gather people's attention. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. Like I always right. felt like Obama, like Clinton, Obama, <clears throat> and when I say Clinton, I mean I mean Bill. I love Hillary, but but right. definitely Bill was way more eloquent. But they could have recited, you know, they could have done Green Eggs and Ham. A lot of justice. <laughs> where Ted Cruz fucked that shit up. I mean, you have to be able to relay right. the message in a way right. um, that resonates with everybody. Right. Um, and Cory Booker is good at that. Oh, very good. Very good at that. So I have a dear friend of mine, childhood friend. I won't mention her name because um, she is not, she can't be political just for reasons. But um, she she remembers like being at Yale podcast. with Corey and listening to him. <laughs> in a room just when he was a law student there. And she said he just overtook the room with a few sentences. Yeah. So he was like that in his twenties and he's even better now. I mean, I just remember watching him during the Kavanaugh hearings, during other, you know, Congress or, um, appointee hearings of, um, orange man's appointees. But that's, that's my take on Corey. I think he's got, he's got it. Mm-hmm. Right, and what needs to follow is what are his policies and how are they? And I also right? like a candidate. It's, it feels like they paid their dues, you know. And I know we have 
the orange man in the room um, who didn't, but that doesn't mean that that he should be the exception and not the norm. I right, feel like right. I need you to know how to do things at a basic level before putting your ass in the White House. Otherwise, we end up with the incompetence that we have. And, yeah. Well, and Corey knows the law. Exactly. Right? That's and why Obama was such a great president because he was a constitutional Exactly. Yeah. Fighting so he lawyer. knows the law. Fighting he's... stupid with stupid just gets you more stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Doesn't doesn't cancel out one. Right. It's not we're not two negatives. Right, we're not adding negative numbers. Still a negative. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I mean he served as mayor for eight years and then in twenty thirteen he took over as senator and he's been in the Senate since then. I mean he's he's definitely experience. And you know Um, what? He put got a pedigree. He I don't know if he knew what the outcome would be, but, you know, recently, what was it, like three or four months ago, it may have been longer than that because all time is wibbly-wobbly to me right now. Um, but Hello, he, he put it. He put himself oh. out there when he dumped all – didn't he dump some documents out that were classified? Do you remember that? Yes, he, it's he been, did the like, document so dump, shit. and they yeah. were going to threaten to. Uh, and he's like, I don't care what you do oh, to me. Oh, him and Lindsey Graham had the fight. Yes, and, and yeah, and they had he, the fight in the hearing. And he's like, take me out. He's like, I'm going to do it because American people, right, people deserve right. to know. Because Cory Booker, I mean, it may have been all for show. He may have known that nothing could do, nothing could be done to him. Mm-hmm. For for all we know, it could have been totally for show. But I will, I will drop my skepticism <laughs> for a moment. Um, and believe that he knew it could go one way or the other, and he did it for the people. I, I mean, I think Corey's I'm so cynical, I, though. Which is, I know. And, and I think, <laughs> You're jaded. It's okay. So jaded. But I think Corey's genuine. I think Corey's genuine. I mean, I was telling I Jennifer. Know. I don't get the genuine. I was no. Though. I was telling Jennifer before y'all got here about this. I asked her, <clears throat> do, you, "Do you know the story of his parents?" Right. His parents have a very interesting story about how they were wanting to buy a house. Do you know the story, Ray? Right? No. So they were wanting to buy a house. Yes, and um, they know that um, they knew that they weren't getting the house because they were African-American and they sent in a white couple and the white couple were going to get the house and his parents sued. Yeah, right. So um, and obviously I should have had more details if I was going to tell the story of year and all that stuff. But basically his parents fought racial discrimination or uh, uh, housing segregation housing discrimination. when he was a child and he never forgot that. And also as mayor, Corey moved into the projects as mayor of Newark, Brick New Towers. Jersey. He, worked, right. he moved into Brick Towers. It's Brick City. That's the name of the docuseries yes. that he did. Yes. And it's phenomenal. You should watch it mm-hmm. because it just follows him all the time going around and around. I mean, the cameras are there the whole time. There's no play acting, right? Yeah. They're there with him all the time. And that's when I, this, wow, we lived in Coppell back then. So, I mean, this was... 2008. I'm trying to do math while drunk. <laughs> 2018 minus six years. 2012, 2011, oh 2010. God. So like 2010. <laughs> 2010, maybe. What'd you say, Jen? I said, Oh my God. I know. Right. <laughs> but yeah, no. It it just. I, I mean, I I don't know. I I like him. I think he's genuine. I think he's a good contender, and I'm excited yeah. to see what's gonna happen. Look, throw your hat in. Run. Let's see what you have to say. Let's Debate. see what you got to say. And if the people say they've got some things that they don't like, address them genuinely. Can I Let's- say, I, I want to say this. <laughs> you can edit this out later if you want to. But I'm going to say if we get any more candidates on this fucking ballot, it's all going to go to Bernie. 
No, here's the thing. We've got plenty of time. <laughs> yeah, there for is people to so drop much out. time for people uh, to drop out. Yeah. They're going to realize they're not going to get the money. Yeah. Whatever. There will be deals made in the background. It still leaves us with Bernie. It I doesn't matter. I don't, I don't think that at all. I don't Bernie think that at all. to not be our, our nominee. We I don't think still Bernie. haven't heard from Joe Biden. So come on. This is not hey, urgent. Hey, Uncle you're, Joe, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> stop wasting time. That fucker ain't going to listen I'll, to us. Oh, no, no. I'll ask, <laughs> one of our three listeners. I'll ask, a, I'll ask a certain somebody that knows a somebody well, that knows. to say. Send it to send this to, to Uncle Joe. Joe. Yes. All right, since, we're, Joe. since we are talking to people, hey, Beto, <laughs> it's it's your pal, Jennifer, here. Um, that had the Beto jacket, the Beto backpack. Yeah, I had the jacket, the backpack. <laughs> I made the events for you. Might have stopped her from getting a tattoo, whatever. Yeah, I didn't. I was not going to get a tattoo. <laughs> I don't just um, I Listen, I know you and I are going to work together on some mom stuff, um, Jody, if you're listening as well. Um, it's okay if you don't run for president. It's fine. Um, but keep your options open for vice president. Um, but not for Bernie. He, he, would, he would be a good uh, VP candidate. Yes, he oh would, but God. not. For either Booker or Biden or mm-hmm. Kamala. Yes. Uh, not with Kamala because <laughs> I feel like with Kamala, it would go against what Beto's been working so hard. Oh, I, see, to, I don't want to be too hard on Kamala. I feel like we're being very harsh. I feel like every time her name comes up, you start making a Maori um, haka dance face. Big like faces. you're like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be hard on her. I just want more. I want her to live up to her potential, and I want her to be genuine. And so far, everything that she's doing comes off so calculated and, and spins and you doesn't spin seem like it's right genuine, round, baby. Right, right. And to, to your baby, <laughs> to your credit, what you said earlier is that she still has that prosecutor's mm-hmm. hat on. She does, and it's like. The courtroom is a whole different ball game than the field. Than the public. Like, yeah. I need her to, she to, needs to, realize to wear her heart on her sleeve. And I know that sucks to ask for women to be like, oh, show me more say. emotion. I was going to say. That's not what I'm saying. But voters. She's had to fight that shit her whole life, probably. She could never wear her but, heart on her sleeve. But she can't trying now. To be a, trying to be a female prostitute. So maybe, maybe wearing your heart on your sleeve is the wrong word, but she has to connect with people. Yeah. This goes for male candidates, white, black, purple, whatever. None of us are voting to put anybody right. in jail because or death penalty. We're being, voting for I, you. I imagine being a prosecutor is much like a poker game, right? Poker face, you're going after what you want. But this unless she's voters, just not emotional, maybe she's just not emotional. And that's fine. But people, when I've but it didn't worked, work for Hillary. I can tell you that right now. She couldn't I, be emotional, and it didn't I work for her. I have worked on enough campaigns yeah. to know that people come for candidates that they're connected to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something about people feeling like a candidate really cares about what they have to say, or a candidate really cares about their causes. That makes people want to vote for you and do yeah. that work for There's you. There's the vote in the work, like just what you were right. saying. Sorry, so I, the work for sure. I just want her to be a little bit more connect with people a little bit more by being genuine. Yeah. Instead of giving calculated I her, answers, I want her to reflect back on it and go, you know what, you're right. Right. As a prosecutor, that was you know I did my job, but looking back on it now, I didn't help matters. Right. I mean, and this is what I will do moving forward. Right. This is what I learned from that. Right. And not to run from it. And I think running from it is a little, it's it's disingenuous. And it seems like you're hiding. And 
trying to pivot, not successfully. Yes. Do you love how every single one of our conversations always goes back to Kamala? <laughs> but you know why? Because, 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 because we, she could be the she's the she contender. She we could, want right. yeah. we want So we're her. already feeling that. I want her Which goes into our next thing, right? Which What's goes our into our next thing? thing. Well, who do we think at this week on January? Uh, uh, what's today? February first. February first. Hello, one. Hello, one. On today, February first, two thousand nineteen, I'm going to go around the table and ask everybody who they think is the top contender as of this week. Ooh. Missy, first. I still think it's Kamala. Okay. I think it's Kamala. I think it's Kamala. I think it's Kamala. Which is why we cannot talk about anything else but yes. Kamala. Yeah. Like, we so know she she's attention. the contender, but we want her to be contender for better reasons. Right. Not and because think, of and white think, liberal reasons. And but, I think she you know. can get better because, I mean, let's just face it. Like, we all love Beto. Yes. But did you ever listen to him when he... Did you ever not listen running to him when, no, no, no. I, hold on. No, yeah. Did you ever listen to him when he was a U.S. rep for El Paso? No. no. Did you ever listen to him when he was a city council for El Paso? No. no. Why right? would I? Right. Why would you? Right. So, and, and he, here is it, even when he first started running, because I can remember us driving home from yeah. a certain election <laughs> primary night, yeah. and you were like, I'm done. This is so painful. But I said and I was going to help no, him. No, you didn't. No, no, no. no. I said, oh, you're going to go work on Beto's campaign. You're like, I can't do anything right no, now. No, no, no. That's not what I said. I, I was sitting there Slide, quietly. You were, you were drunk. I didn't have anything to drink. You know why I didn't have anything to drink? Because all that <laughs> offered was diet fucking Coke. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to have to edit that out. You can talk bad about him. He had liquor there. No, like, I love no. He had liquor, but he didn't have any mixers. Oh, diet coke. Oh, because I'm like, oh. I, I know diet. that household. I yeah. don't do diet. They, so. They, so listen, I remember. <laughs> but I'm just re- saying that you didn't know him that well that No, no, no. I, I knew Beto. You didn't know him that well. I know. I hadn't met him at that point. No, you and you didn't know his whole platform all that kind of stuff. You'd heard him talk. Okay, but listen. You were following finish. on Facebook. Let life. her finish. I, I was sitting there quietly in the back seat, pissed off because the congressional candidate did not win the election. Yeah. And I and I remember saying out loud, "I'm just gonna go work for Beto." That's what I said. I'm gonna go work for Beto. So, do we think Beto makes a good VP candidate? Because sure as fuck wasn't gonna work for the can the other candidate yeah. in that district. I, th- I think Be- I think Beto <laughs> makes an excellent VP candidate. Excellent. Oh, I think sure. that um, because he's from Texas, the South. I think he knows how to talk to uh, rural citizens, even though he didn't get he he didn't get the rural vote. But if you look at county by county, the numbers went up exponentially. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, look at, look at Lubbock oh County. Just look at Lubbock County. Look at um, uh, Tyler. All, all those places, like the numbers from 2014, 16 to 18, like it just the they were out of this world. So, so yes. have you picked up the phone and asked Beto what's up with that little tour of America that he's been doing? <laughs> No, I have not talked to him about that. Um, I'm hoping to see him next month. I mean, just to make it clear, I have no inside information. We know. We love to just tease. If this ever goes out. um, Because we love him. But, I mean, I'm sure. We tease Beto. 
I'm sure if I were to sit down and talk to him, he would, you know, I think he just needed to clear his head and he wanted to go talk to other people and figure out whether <laughs> whether or not he wanted to move forward with another campaign. Yeah, because he said he wasn't ruling the presidency out. Right. That's for sure. And it's still early. It's it early. Is very early. He stopped, you know what? He stopped raising money as soon as the election in 2018 was over. He stopped right. raising money. So he has no money in the, in the bank for a presidential run. He's not been thinking about a presidential run. Because he's been so... I thought he had money left over. There's millions of dollars in his fund. But he's been so... He was so laser-focused on his Senate campaign, which is, you know, that's one of the things I loved about him was he was... He was genuinely... I I think what she's saying is, yeah, he's he's so many... He's not raising raising new money. So he was so genuinely laser-focused on that race that, um, you know... To, to completely switch gears and think about a presidential race, I think is a little unrealistic for people to ask yeah. of anybody. Unless it's probably person, pretty devastating for him. Yeah, to unless this person lose. has been aspiring to be president, like Ted Cruz, for his entire fucking life, and yeah. Senate he had to just settle for senator. Yeah, um, I think I think one of the topics that we need to talk about on our next podcast because we keep talking about presidential, which is fine, but I would love everybody to come back with who they think should run against Cornyn. Hey, Wendy. 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 <laughs> Wendy, Wendy. 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 If you are listening to this. Send this to her mission. I will send, send it to her. Send this to her. her. Just I, even if it's this last time. All right. Minutes. We are I, up at 57 minutes here. I so. love the work that you've done with Deeds Not Words. Uh, in case you guys didn't this know. This part's just for Wendy. Deeds Not Wendy, Words. This part is yes, just for you. She's, she is launching a campaign called Movement Mujeres which is going to select 25 young women of color between the ages of 20 and 35 and basically train them for the next two years to run for office. Yeah, she's doing what we, like, the thing that what we, we wanted. Yeah, yes. that we thought about, but we, so yeah. she's good for her. Good for her. going right down to the ground and putting her money where her mouth is mm-hmm. and training the people who are going to replace all these white dudes. Yes. Um, so you're telling me she's, Doing deeds, not words. Oh yes, she's okay. doing deeds, not words. Yes. <laughs> she Damn it. would. That, she would definitely be. I think for me, the best choice to run against. Oh. Yes. And with so, that Wendy said, Davis for uh, U.S. Senator, Texas, twenty twenty. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we nominate you. All right, we're All right. almost. We are at one hour. Yeah, so. Yeah. so we're we're out of time. Um, I'm gonna start. Should we do like a thirty second? What's our rant? So for the week? I'm gonna let well, I'm gonna let um, Ray do her Bay of the Week real quick, okay. and then Bay yes, of the day. Bay of the Day. Sorry, and then um, Jennifer and Michi can you know end with what you know, like one or two Senate thing that they want. But go Ray. Okay, so our Bay of the Day is Candace Payne, and you may not know her name, but you hopefully know her actions. Um, while the polar vortex is freezing <laughs> yeah. all of North America. Um, she bought hotel rooms for 20 homeless people in Chicago. And when she did it, apparently other people volunteered. And there were a total of 60 homeless people that had rooms because of her. Now, sadly, there were still people that died in that frozen tundra that is the north. But um, it's just grateful to see that if... That somebody stepped because up of her actions, someone stepping so up. And one person stepped up, worse. and then more people stepped up. Yeah. Yeah. Shout, out Shout out to Candace. Shout out to Candace. Bay. Yay. 
thing. Yeah. Meanwhile, your president was hoping global warming would come back. Oh my god. And I just, it's, fucking a, it's a idiot. whole thing. Oh, um, this okay. fucking guy. So, Michelle, what's what's your hill? What's your what's ending your rant? rant? Like, your what's tirade your tirade of the yeah, day? Uh, my tirade of the week is. People who criticize people who criticize candidates. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, That's my hill for the week. Oh, hit the button, hit the button, hit the button. Hit the button. <laughs> Listen, this is what primaries are for. Yes. Primaries are for us to look at the people who say they want our vote and for us to say you have to answer for this if you want my vote. You have to answer for that um, because that person is going to directly represent my cause and the things that I want. Let people ask questions and don't label those people as people who are trying to bring the party down or whatever. Because chances are the people who are asking questions, these are people who have been voting faithfully for a very long time. Yes. yes. These people have valid concerns. Let people ask their questions. If you want to go on your hill and advocate for your candidate, do that. If I want to stand on my hill and say this candidate isn't the best, let me do that. And then when... Primary day rolls around, we can all make a decision and we move forward with whatever candidate there is. Primaries are for fighting. Y'all yep. need to learn how to fucking primary. Y'all need to learn. <laughs> it's what we do. It's what we do. We fight in the primary and then once we have a candidate, we move on to the general. Do it. And that's my rant for the day. Okay, hold all on. Right. Next. <laughs> All right, what bottle are we finishing off um, this evening with? We are finishing off with Red Diamond, uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, which I think is the strongest of the red wines. So probably should have started with this one. <laughs> no, maybe it's a good thing we did content it. on that one. Most of these have been about 13.5. This one doesn't even have it on it. So. It's on the back. It's on the back. It's got to be there. It's like a recommendation. Um, Make sure you don't spill the wine. That'll be a 13.5. I have, I the, have. The, the Cabernet Sauvignage. Mm, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Yeah. Tannins have, have attacked my tongue. Go ahead. <laughs> next podcast. By the time we do our next podcast. I will have in my possession a fantastic little jar of homemade moonshine. So it will be—it <laughs> will be a really interesting podcast, and I can't wait to see Mishy's reaction. Hello, moonshine. So, um, mine—I'm uh, gonna—I'm gonna end, um, which I hope is probably our first broadcast podcast. Just. For everybody out there listening, we've actually done one of these before. We're not sure if we're going to air it or not because it was our trial run. But we're I think this totally is probably airing it. Yeah, maybe maybe it's a special All edition. It. it was it was even little, my word salad. It was it was a little risque, but you know you know I mean depending on our followers, so follow us. You might get to hear it because it's kind of fun. Hey, listen, if you listen um, to that first one, it's a litmus test. If you don't like it, it this yeah. show is probably it not going to be an exclusive. So you sign up for an email and you sign yeah. up to be on our list in order to. And then you get to hear it um but so it's not really i don't necessarily have a rant or a hill or anything like that i just kind of have a statement that um i kind of feel like my new life began when i met these three ladies that are gonna be mushy because because i i grew up in a very political family we've always talked about politics Thanksgiving, Christmas, no matter what, we all relatively had the same views. And I was missing a lot of that throughout uh, my life. And when I met these three ladies, um, I 
kind of felt like my life was whole and I'm able to sit on a Friday night and drink wine and talk politics. And we don't always agree on everything. No. Just hit everybody. We you know, thought out there. a couple of times. We thought <laughs> already. Yeah. Yeah. And it, um, there are hands being thrown sometimes. So, yeah. we, but we love each other and we have, we all have the same, I think, uh, uh, goal that, you know, we want people to be taken care of. We think people who work hard should be able to live their life and not, um, be discriminated be discriminated upon um, for all for any of the things you all should know what it is. If you don't, you're not. You shouldn't be listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, <laughs> keep going. Anyway, I just love all of y'all. I'm glad you're in my life, and I'm glad we were started this podcast. And we want to start this podcast since 2016 when fucking Orange Man won, and my husband bought me this microphone, and now it's. Two and a half years later, and I'm finally doing it with the best girls I could ever imagine. We love you. So love thank you. you. Good night, everybody. And we're going to drink some more wine. You yes. Yes. Grab a glass, guys. Cheers. 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 You are the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> Somebody turn it off. All right. Oh, my God. Night, y'all. Bye-bye. Woo.